The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thanks once again. It's so good to have you join NUMA Podcast today. Our text today is taken from the book of first samuel chapter 17 verse 32 to 40. don't worry about this philistine david told saul i'll go fight him don't be ridiculous saul replied there's no way you can fight this philistine and possibly win you're only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth but David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into a shepherd's bag. Then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask for inspiration today as I speak that you will bless the sound of my voice so that as many that will listen to this podcast will receive blessings as well. Father God, may this uh, podcast be words of comfort to the heart of many today. And Lord, I pray that as we face the challenges around us in the world, whether in our personal life or collective, I pray God that the words of our testimony will become source of strength for us as we go through our days. And Lord, I thank you. And I pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen. The title of this podcast is Retrospect of Positive Past. Retrospect of Positive Past. We live in a desperate time in human history, 
a time when everything we know seems to fail even our faith in God as people are asking every time where is God in all of this but for the child of God what is important is our ability to reflect in retrospect on the positive past victories we have had because it is not the failures of the past it is not the trouble we went through in the past it is not the trouble we are going through that counts but the victory gained and the victory we hope for that should matter to us in these difficult times it is the retrospect of positive past that would see us through difficulties whether it be physical or emotional or even spiritual when we face trouble in this life as Christians we draw strength from our past testimonies how we overcame shortly we would look at a very fascinating historic heroic story of a young man called David in the Bible book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 David though anointed to be future king of Israel was an ordinary man doing ordinary things common in his time he was a shepherd boy the thing with being a shepherd is the fact that it affords the individual the opportunity to be close to nature and a special time to reflect on what God has created and how God care for them. I believe uh, David being a shepherd boy endeared him so much so that he was so close to God and to the things of God. Young David, the improbable killer of Goliath, found himself in action, on planned action. It happened that he witnessed firsthand the vilification of Israel by the so-called Philistine champion Goliath of Gath. Instead of flight, he stood up in defense of his nation. David asked the soldiers who Goliath was and who gave him the temerity to denigrate Israel in that way. They told him and he took up the challenge to battle him. Lest we forget, friends, David was not a soldier, neither did he have the skill to do battle on this scale, but he sure had divine audacity, which mandated him to stand strong in time of trouble, trusting only on God, because he understood God better no wonder he was described in 1 Samuel chapter 13 verse 14 as a man after God's own heart, a God chaser in contemporary language. Let us dig a little deeper as I believe that there is so much we can learn from this story about faith in God and our retrospect of positive past. 
As the story goes, the army of Israel found themselves in a sort of quagmire of duty to country, duty to God and fear. They allowed fear to dominate their hearts because of what they knew about their opponent Goliath. They felt they had no chance. They magnified the enemy beyond reason. So when David offered to help, they could not believe because he was not a soldier. Does this picture describe you? Have you ever felt like King Saul and his army? If you are honest with yourself, your answer may be close to yes. You would be like King Saul and his army if you allow fear to dominate your heart and get paralyzed by it instead of having faith in God. Let me point out here, friends, that having faith in God does not diminish the fact that the enemy is real or that the enemy is really strong and powerful. Faith in God gives us the confidence to confront and challenge the enemy with the power of God. It is true, Goliath was superior and tougher than anyone in the Israeli army. But God is superior and tougher than Goliath. This is the reason why Romans chapter 8 verse 31b says this, if God be for us, who can be against us? One with God is majority. So whenever we are confronted with challenges that we cannot face, rather than looking at the problem, at the size of the problem, let us look at the size of our God. Let us look at what God can do. God is bigger than any of our problems. God is bigger than any of the trouble we might be going through today. Always be rest assured that in spite of your weakness, God is greater. This is what the story of David and Goliath is all about. Young David volunteered to fight Goliath, their national enemy number one. But King Saul didn't think David was able to face Goliath. He tells David, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior from his youth. You find this in verse number 33 of our main text. What is going on here is the truth told in ignorance. It is true that David was a young man who have not seen any real battle, but it's also true that he had a positive past to call upon, albeit unknown to the public as these victories were in the field where he shepherded his flock. King Saul could only see David's weaknesses and inexperience. Have you ever been told that you are incompetent and unqualified to take charge and challenge the common enemy by the powers that be? Sometimes what people see about you cannot be a true representation of your guts in God, but because they trust in the things they can see and lack spiritual insight, they put you down by all means. 
At other times, it is the mighty image of the trouble around you that oppresses you. But in all cases, you must keep in mind that God is mightier than any Goliath, whether it is human influence or situation. David responded to King Saul in verse number 34 to 37 of our main text today with the following words. Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it and rescued the sheep. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. From its mouth, when it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Wow. This is interesting. People, the young incompetent man is putting it straight to the experienced and competent warrior of his exploit in the wild with wild animals that threatened his flock. Listen friends, David was not only affirming his ability to fight, he was also challenging the sit-at-home king. David is saying, it is true sir, I have no military training, but I am experienced in looking after my flocks. I go after predators and make sure I kill them. David demonstrated to the king graphically how he terminates lions and bears. This is the most important part of the story. You see, David reconsidered his positive past, his past victories, and relates it to the king, maybe for the first time to a third party, and tried to convince the king that he still can do the same thing about Goliath's situation. My brothers and my sisters, David had a testimony to remember. As a child of God, do you have a testimony of how God came to your rescue? David considered Goliath as one of those lions and bears. And with God on his side, Goliath would surely fall. He did in the end. When you trust in the power of God, you do not have to worry about your weaknesses. God's word said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9, My grace is enough to cover and sustain you. My power is made perfect in weakness. So you see friends, whenever you feel weak, whenever you feel down, trust not in your own strength. Trust in the strength of God. Because when you are weak, 
then you can trust fully in God's own strength. From all indications, David wasn't worried about his own weaknesses because, again, he remembered his positive past, the faithfulness of his God. He knew left to him there was no chance of him defeating the lion and the bear god did it for him and therefore in the same way he would rescue him from the hand of the philistine it is important to understand that david was taking a very huge risk if he fails the whole army of israel would suffer and his family would be in perpetual uh, trouble because they would bear the mark of being the cause for why they lost the battle david did not go to the war front to fight neither did he had a battle plan yet he responded to the need as it came brothers and sisters you may feel unprepared for the present challenge but you do not need to be prepared anyway all you need to do is to have faith and trust in your god and be willing for god to interfere in your well orchestrated plan just trust and obey god david was strengthened by his positive past and was also able to look forward in faith to win the raging battle for his people and to the glory of God. Measure of trusting God's power in your current situation is remembering God's faithfulness in the past. This is because if you don't know where your past steps were, you will not know what your next steps would be. Our choice of weapons are also important if we must win the battle. Remember that in verses number 38 to 40 of our main text, when David was ready to fight Goliath, he was issued King Saul's personal armor. They were too foreign, too big, and don't fit at all. So David said to the king, I cannot go in this, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. My dear friends, to win your battle, you have got to be yourselves. Draw from your own personal experience of positive past victories and head to the battle. To be in someone else's shiny armor would make you lose that fight. One of my favorite uh, psalm is Psalm 20 verse 7. It says this, Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we remember the name of the Lord our God. We may have all the ammunitions, we may have all the armors, we may have all the weapons of warfare, but without God we are nothing. Of course, 
some people will trust in these things but for us but for you the child of god you must trust in the name of the lord your god alone for through that you can win your battle we read also in verse 40 david's choice of weapon it was a simple catapult and five smooth stones from beneath his feet as he approached goliath let me add here that Goliath had four brothers so I reckon that each of the stone were reserved for each of Goliath's brothers just in case they come after David each time you overcome a situation another one would show up and every sin has a relative so think about these things we need to understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And this David knows that in the name of the Lord, he can go to this battle and win. You too can go to your battle. As I close today, let me remind you that your retrospect of positive past will win your present battle. And this is why you cannot take a flight from your battle as they come whether they are personal or collective the young david who became a king understood this principle and he was rewarded with the prize of the head of goliath that troubled the whole nation of israel we are church militant which means we are confronted each day with raging battles that we must overcome in order to have a testimony the testimony that would be our positive past and our positive past would be part of what would help us overcome the future fight. Finally, Revelations chapter 12 verse number 11 says this, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. May the testimony of your positive past strengthen and speak for you in troubled times. God bless you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you once more for as many that has listened to this podcast. I pray your blessing over them today that together we can reach out to you and reach out to the store of testimonies that you have given us in the past so that when we are confronted with troubles we would be able to stand upon those foundation because it is upon your word that we can overcome the things that trouble us and all of this father i ask in the name of jesus christ our lord and soon coming king amen Times I felt so all alone in my lonely hours, those precious lonely hours. 
Jesus let me know I was his own Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.